wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You can plop us a follow or a review over on Spotify, or if you really, really like us, you could toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? What's going on, man? Happy New Year. Dude, it feels weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I didn't think we recorded a show last week. No, yeah. But like, it seems like I haven't sat down with you and done a proper show. What feels like months. It feels like months. But it's only been like two weeks because we did, we pre-recorded a bunch of things just to have ready. Right. But it just, it feels like we haven't had a proper new show in like forever. It's been since the Jeff Keighley uh, Game Awards. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been like three, almost four weeks since our normal news-based show. Feels good. Feels good to be back. It feels good to be back. It feels weird because I really took the most out of the vacation. Like I sat down and just played nothing but games and it was kind of like a, like a, like a sample test, you know, Mm -hmm. like it was Mm -hmm. a buffet, but the two games that I really got uh, like all the way through or close to was life is strange, true colors. Y'all need to play that game. Oh my God. It's fantastic. And I got deep into Sekiro. Mm. And oh my god, that game. I have a very strong love-hate relationship with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you, man? How was your vacation? Any any games that you d- dive uh, into? It's it's weird when you say vacation because it hasn't really like I've I'm working now full time. Yeah. So like it's I don't have a lot of time to play games. So I'm still trying to find that balance. Uh Platinum Spider-Man PS4 all over again on PS5 through the remaster version. Nice. Uh, that game's so good. So good. Yes, I did not do the save data transfer and automatically pop it. No, I went through and did everything all over again. Wow. Had a blast doing it. Um, and then I finally picked up Tales of Arise because it was on sale around Christmas time and put maybe 10, 12 hours into it. Nice. I'm having such a great time. Nice. Talk uh, talk about like really hot characters too, by the way. <laughs> Everybody want to be thirsty. There, there's a couple of really hot characters. All there. right. Oh, yeah. It's a, Kyle, it's a fun time. Kyle's and, unbuttoned the collar this this episode. Usually yeah, I'm the thirsty new year, one. New year, new me. <laughs> That's uh, right. But uh, I, I honestly feel, Joe, yeah. out of, I know you're not like the JRPG person. Is it, You think this is the one? I think Tales, I, I guess there's a lot of talking. Yeah. But the combat, I feel like you would really, really dig. It's all real time using okay. skills um, with certain buttons and, and whatnot. And See, when I was there's playing a the dodge demo, that's like a parry kind of thing. Like I'll, it's not bad. I was gonna say now you're getting me in here because yeah, it's not I, the best, but it's 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 decent. It's no Bloodborne. Is what you're no, me, yeah, in terms yeah, of no, like dodging no. and feeling very nice. Yeah, um, absolutely. Not. So during the demo. During each fight, everybody was making suggestive grunts and very angry yelling. I mean, that is RPGs. <laughs> but like, it was like they cranked it up to eleven. Is yeah. that st- like, is that there? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Also, the the main um, female protagonist is voiced by Erica Lindbeck, who was the voice of Jesse in FF7 Remake. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's she's awesome. also the voice of uh, Barbie the, on the cartoon as well. They make cartoons of that. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's nuts. Yeah, no, I like for me, I've been playing Sekiro and I beat it once. I got the easy ending, I'll call it. And then I went back again for my plat run. And um, honestly, Kyle, honestly, and I know we should should have saved this towards the end of the show, but who cares? Yeah. Um, there are some bosses that, you know, for from software being so strict with its rules, um, mm. they like to break it constantly with some of the endgame bosses, especially the owl fight, I don't think is actually fair and it, I, and it mm. felt weird for me to kind of sit there going this guy's breaking a lot of your own rules what are you what are you doing here I is, just, is he like the tootsie roll owl but instead of one lick <laughs> to it's one hit uh two hits uh you're dead <laughs> yeah actually there is literally you don't okay. dodge just one thing you are done um but at the same exact time there are also like a lot of filler bosses like a little like a little bit mm over like there are multiple copy bosses like here's a boss that i fought like uh you know an early boss is called the drunkard or mini boss um it's called the drunkard you literally fight a version of him like three or four times and it's the same thing and i was just like this is weird for from software usually their bosses are a little bit more dynamic than this that sounds a little bit like the chalice dungeons in bloodborne Actually, that's a, a lot that, of the same kind of stuff over and over again. Maybe a little reskinned, a new move here and there, but yes, but not even a new move. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And when it comes down to, um, yeah, some of the filler fights, I wasn't too much of a fan of. It, it just, I, I hate how much I love it because the combat itself is so darn good, and it's actually made me a. F- better like from software player when it comes to pairing and dodging it's just mm-hmm. there are just some weird things about it that i it, i can't absolutely adore this game as much as i want to if that makes any sense but That's i'll fair. still go for the plat i'll still try it yeah. that said kyle listen we've got a lot to talk about and i mean a lot this is the first episode of the new year and by golly geez did playstation open up with a huge announcement. We got the name reveal. Oh, by golly, geez. By golly, geez. <laughs> we got the PlayStation VR 2 name reveal, the spec reveal, the name of the controller, and one of the newest games that we can expect with the launch of PSVR 2. We're going to be talking about how Square Enix is very much backing the idea of blockchain NFT nft tech what that means for the game industry and if playstation will do the same and also we're going to be talking about a whole lot of flash news like ghost of tsushima hitting 8 million we're going to be talking about god of war ragnarok's release date being leaked and so much more but before we get into that kyle before we even go with the patreon pitch I want to go with some some rumors and speculation. I want to visit Rumor Town for just one time and one time only. All aboard! But this rumor you're not gonna like, Kyle, because oh, no. I've heard it from multiple people, oh, and no. I've been seeing hints on it on the Twitterverse. Oh no! Rumor has it that there is a game that's going to be pushed out of February. We all know February is stacked. With game releases, 
you know, you got Sifu. You got Dying Light 2. You got Elden Horizon Ring. Zero Dawn. You got Elden Ring. And I mm-hmm. bet I'm forgetting mm-hmm. a few more in there as well. Out of all those games in February, Kyle, Mm-mm. 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 if the rumors and speculations are correct, Mm-mm. which one of these games are getting getting pushed back a bit? How dare you? <laughs> I don't want this news because I swear if if Horizon gets delayed again, I'm going to be real sad. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be real sad. Um, I could honestly see maybe Sifu getting pushed back a few weeks. Because that, that's one that was pushed back and then went back again, right? Yeah, it, it got pushed back to February, and then they're like, hey, we're actually pushing it forward a week. So it's like February, mm. I think, like either 4th or 8th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see maybe that one. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like we heard, or maybe just me, I saw that Horizon went gold. No, 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 no. You, I, I know what you're thinking. It was during the break someone retweeted that they went gold, but it was Horizon uh, Zero Dawn first game. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, my money would be on Sifu. Okay. Just, just because it's had like that weird back and forth kind of uh, release schedule window yeah. type of thing, um, and and I wouldn't be shocked if it was Dying Light as well. Here's the thing. So I've. You know, I've been having talks with our good friend of me, Luke Lore of the show, right? Of the Xbox Uh expansion uh pass. And he was having the talk of like, he thinks it's Horizon. And he thinks Horizon gets pushed because of Elden Ring. Mm. I don't think that whatsoever. I don't think Horizon Mm. gets pushed. I think they've even, you know, we're going to talk about it in a minute with the PSVR news. They've, they're steadfast in that. February 18th release date. Like they said it in their announcement of their VR game. Like we're excited. Our game's coming out February 18th. And so, so like they're double down. I don't think horizons moving. I don't think it needs to move either. Um, It's a, it's a tent pole for PlayStation. It is tent pole. And I feel like Aloy is like the PlayStation mascot right now, right now, because it is that game where like, yes, it is on PlayStation four. It's a Mm -hmm. cross gen game. But for a lot of us with PlayStation fives, when we look at that, it looks next gen. That is Mm -hmm. our next gen game to look forward to. And so to me, I'm like, PlayStation five players are going to pick horizon, right? We are the hardcore. We are the people that, you know, buying it day one or or fighting scalpers to get it. So I'm like horizon staying here and it's going to do well. It doesn't need Elder Ring. Even if Elder Ring hits the sales a little bit, this thing is going to have a long tail as well because mm-hmm. this will be a temple title. So I don't think Horizon's moving. I don't think it needs to. I think it is Elden Ring. If if these rumors and speculations are real, just because from software games have a tendency sometimes of coming out a little hot, right? Sometimes sure. we need a patch here or there. I'm still waiting for the patch of old old Yarnum, all right? <laughs> so I'm still hitting like 12 frames when I cross that smoky bridge. So sure. I think with it coming on so many platforms, maybe that gets pushed back a little bit. Maybe my wallet will sigh a little bit of relief, but I don't want any of mm-hmm. them to get delayed, Kyle. I, yeah, me either. I, I, I don't, even though it's widely known, I feel like at this point, delays are a good thing. Yeah. Um. I, I yeah, I hope none of them do. I could maybe see Elden Ring being that other one, but I also feel like 
Well, that and they like it's coming out on like what you got Xbox, Xbox, uh, sorry, yeah, Xbox Series One, PS4, PS5, right? PC. So Except it's working for on Switch. Yeah, pretty much. But it's like, on five I, platforms. I feel like they waited so long to even show a new trailer or talk about it. Like they were silent for a long time. I feel like they were pretty confident in the date that they set out. Yeah. I think they're all pretty confident. And I hope people yeah. that are tossing out those rumors, speculations get just pelted with rocks. Cause I don't want it. I don't want any of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, that being said, let's, well, before we scrub the news, let's get into our Patreon pitch. Of course, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, this long holiday season that we've been in, uh, it would mean a lot if you toss, toss us a buck over our way at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's what keeps the lights on, keeps the show looking good, keeps us sounding great. And I want to thank our newest patrons, Spammin' Bammin' at the gold tier, Drerlish at the silver plus tier, Kevin Diaz at the silver tier, Jordan LaRose at the bronze tier. I want to thank our platinum members, Todd Burowitz, Too Soon, and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, uh, Gavin Goffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master, Red Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, Shrubles and Bits, and Chaotic Monkey. I want to thank our silver plus members, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka, Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just right. JB, the Purple Monkey, Jadis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez. Uh, awesome, Dave, again, because, you know, it's a new year. New goofs. Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brenton Zachary, Rick Arrington, Dewane Rakshaw, Mannix, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, uh, Foolish Fuji, Annie Day, now, and Kevin Mitchell. And dare I forget, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, thank you all so very much for supporting us like you do again over at patreon.com slash p s trophy room oh i got through that like a little battered and bruised why oh, you did fine with a two-week vacation it's bound to happen but i really sincerely <laughs> thank you all for your wonderful support it's it's awesome we're doing big things with with everything so thank you so much for your generosity that said kyle it's time to square up the news the first bit of news that needs to be squared up is from the blog itself, the PS blog from Mr. Jim Ryan. PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller, the next generation of VR gaming on PS5. It is my great pleasure to start off 2022 with news on our next generation virtual reality system for the PS5 console, starting with the official name, PlayStation VR 2, and our new VR controller, PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller. PlayStation VR 2 takes VR gaming to a whole new level, enabling a greater sense of presence and allowing players to escape into game worlds like never before. With the headset on and controllers in hand, players will feel a heightened range of sensations unlike any other, thanks to the creativity of the game worlds being built by our world-class developers and the latest technology incorporated into the hardware. Building upon our innovations from PS5, PlayStation VR 2 adds a true next-gen experience with high-fidelity fidel visuals, new sensory features, and enhanced tracking, along with a simplified single-cord setup. Here are some of the bullet points for PlayStation VR 2. Visual fidelity. For a high-fidelity visual experience, PSVR 2 offers 4K HDR, 110-degree field of view, and foveated rendering. With an OLED display, players can expect a display resolution of 2,000 by 2,000 
or 2000 by 2040 per eye and smooth frame rates of 90 to 120 hertz. Headset-based controller tracking. With inside-out tracking, PSVR 2 tracks you and your controller through integrated cameras embedded in the VR headset. Your movements and the direction you look are at are reflected in-game without the need for an external camera. New sensory features. PSVR 2 Sense technology combines eye tracking, headset feedback, 3D audio, and the innovative PSVR 2 Sense controller to create an incredibly deep feeling of immersion. Headset feedback is a new sensory feature that amplifies the sensations of in-game actions from the player. It's created by a single built-in motor with vibrations that add an intelligent, tactile element bringing players closer to the gameplay experience. For example, gamers can feel a character's elevated pulse during tense moments, the rush of objects passing close to the character's head, or the thrust of a vehicle as the character speeds forward. And last but not least, eye tracking. With eye tracking, PSVR 2 detects the motion of your eyes, so a simple look in a specific direction can create an additional input for the game character. All of these advancements in PlayStation VR 2 combined with the haptic feedback and and adaptive triggers from the PSVR 2 Sense controllers enable players to feel and interact with games in a much more visceral way. PSVR 2 will also have a simple setup process. With a single cable connected directly to PS5, you can immediately jump into the VR experience. Today, we are also pleased to reveal that one of the biggest exclusive franchises on PlayStation will be coming to PSVR 2, Horizon Call of the Mountain from Gorilla and Fire Sprite. This original game is being built specifically for PSVR 2 and will open the doors for players to go deeper into the world of Horizon. Ooh, take a breath, Kyle. You gosh dang killed it. This write-up coming straight from Jimbo himself, he went up on the CES stage and started talking PlayStation VR 2. And there's a lot here, man, to get excited about. So much so that we have a ton of questions about it. So let's get right into it. Stingray X writes in uh, via Twitter and they write, with the recent reveal of PlayStation VR 2, how are you guys excited or sorry, how excited are you guys to play it? As a huge VR advocate, this is exciting news that will bring AAA VR games into the mainstream with a hybrid model that they're going for. So Kyle, all this news, which is a lot because let's be honest, last time they revealed the PlayStation 5 at CES, they only literally just just did a keystroke I mean, and then pressed They five. also did the same thing here. I mean, sort of, but we actually got like, hard details about it right like we sure know this but is... i feel like a lot of this we've re- we've reported on already i think a lot of it's like been... the foveated rendering the yeah. 4k hdr the eye tracking the single cord thing like we've talked about that before so it's not all brand new news but this is official now kyle sure yes it is yeah yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so you're not excited because the internet oh Oh, I am beyond bu- excited. Okay, good. I'm beyond excited for for this thing. Yeah. Um, and to me though, this all sounds great. Okay. It also sounds pricey. Really? So I I want to know if they'll be able to pack a next gen experience of VR right at what PSVR one's price point was. Yeah. Like I'm- I feel like I don't know if they're going to be able to hit go that low. I, it was what? 400 or 300. I think it was like, no, I think at the beginning, wasn't it like three fifty, maybe three fifty or four fifty. No, I don't think it was four fifty. No, I definitely so think it was, it was no more than 400 the headset. 
and then four. I'm sorry, without the camera, without the camera, <laughs> without the camera, or the or the light controllers, it was 400 yeah, yeah, yeah. with all the things. If if memory yeah, serves, so I don't. <laughs> That'd know. That'd be funny though. They're like, here's the PSVR 300 bucks. <laughs> Here are your stuff. move controllers, a camera, have fun, and moss. <laughs> Good, have a great time. Uh, I just don't know if they can get it that low. This all mm. sounds way more expensive than. The other thing, like you also got to think of all the extra cables and stuff that was in the first PSVR. Right. right. Well, I, yeah. Here's the thing, and 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 here's the next question for you. Steven Rodriguez writes in, "What do we estimate the hardware to cost?" Because you're right, dude. This does sound expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to you have to put this in in here. This is the one thing that people are, I think, a little bit bummed by is the single cord. It's still a cord. It's not wireless. It's not like the Quest 2. Um, it's better than the first one. <laughs> it is so much better than PSVR. Absolutely. There's like seven 100% wires. 100% An better. instruction guide. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. But, but this, this does make, uh, going off the single yeah. cord thing, it does make me more nervous as a PS5 owner that has it standing vertically. Because if I'm turning around. Sure. And it's it's attached. I. I feel like it's going to be knocked over. So maybe maybe I will have to find a way to make it fit horizontally when I get VR two. Yeah. Well, to me, I, you know, cord length isn't a big concern. It wasn't a huge concern with the original PSVR. Right. To me, I I am impressed that they got everything down to a USB-C cable. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to need your help with Kyle, because you have a quest or had a quest to, yes. Uh Um, you, I, so you played it with and without it being plugged into a PC. I never played it plugged in. Oh, okay. So my first bit of a bummer thing is it's not wireless. Like I want this to be a standalone device because the one critique is like, okay, but you need a PS five for this. So, like, this is a big investment for people that want to experience VR, where the Quest 2 is kind of like every, you know, the everyman's, you know, way into VR, where it's like, it's cheap, it's affordable, and at the same exact time, gives you the VR experience. It doesn't give you the best VR experience, but mm-hmm. it still gives you an experience. So, that's the thing that does, out of all the things we're talking about here, bum me out a little bit. But from what I've been told from people much smarter than I, the specs that they're pouring into this headset, like the 4K HDR, 110 uh, degree field of view, the f- uh, foliative uh, rendering, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. OLED screens. Oh, the Vita died so we can have this. Is, <laughs> is I wonder if you take it apart, it's just an OLED Vita. <laughs> right? It's just two Vitas. eye hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we had extras laying around, but yeah. like this doesn't feel like in all, and I don't want to, you know, besmirch PSVR, but like that was a hodgepodge of technology that PlayStation had been trying with. Like they lit, like the PS3 move controllers worked on this thing. Well, yeah, well that's you the know? thing. Like I feel like they wanted so badly to get into that market that. Yeah, they, they were fo- so focused on a headset. They were like, okay, well, let's just find a way to integrate something that's already out there. Yes. To, like, cut yes. it down and, and 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 make the process go quicker. This, this truly feels like a full dive into VR. Yeah. 
because it is brand new controllers. It is a what seems to be a souped up VR headset. And I don't know how this goes head to head with like the high end VR headsets. Like the I, I what's, what's the like the, what's the, the Vive, one? I think. Is uh, the, uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. There's Vive. There's uh, obviously Oculus Quest. Yes. Or, excuse me. Meta Quest. No, 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 no. We're not. No. It's a Valve Index uh, as well as what we're also thank thinking Thank you. About. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how it matches up to those yet, but yeah, this this feels like a full dive in. Yes. And that's the one thing that does excite me. This feels like it's PlayStation literally not, not dipping the toe in the water, but literally going off the diving board, which is yeah. awesome because a lot of this, even like the sense controllers, which... I'm going to talk to you about this. I, 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 what's what's that, Kyle? Well, a couple things. Okay. Uh, I, I do also want to talk about the sense controllers, but yeah. I'll, I'll save that. I feel like, yes, they're going all in. Yeah. But this also feels like somebody did not say no to some of the ideas. Like what? I don't want to feel so, a character's <laughs> pulse going off in my head. That just hearing that makes me anxious. Oh, just just think about I, it. You're in a horror game, and like no, the breathing. No, <laughs> absolutely not. The feeling of like yes. a, a, a car going by. Yeah, and I feel no. As an anxious person that lives with anxiety, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, dude, I love this. I I really do. A, a lot of this tech really speaks to me. Um, but to me, I also think like. Well, the Quest 2 has a lot of these features. Not, of course, like, you know, uh, like None like of the 4K or stuff. any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, the haptics. But, like, I'm talking, like, how it how it views your movement, right? If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, that also has cameras on the outside to kind of give you a, a view of things. So, like... Yeah, if you ever were to get outside of the play area, um, you would see your surroundings yeah. in, like, a black and gray kind of... Uh, 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 view so yeah. you can see where you are so you don't hit into anything you could also like draw your play area so it knows how far that wall goes which is pretty nice yeah so for me i'm like yeah the, this tech does really sound impressive because i think we are kind of outside the niche kind of peering in but a lot of this tech also while impressive also has been here for vr for a minute now so playstation gets to come in and not necessarily have to practice like other products out there had to i remember with you know speaking of the vibe i remember where you had to put up sensors in your room for mm-hmm. it to literally see everything and now you don't have to do that one bit so to me kyle i feel like the sweet spot here is it's a still a 400 device i mean that would be huge that'd yeah. be great uh, I mean, I feel like we're both day one or around day one. As, Absolutely. As, but it, it's got to be somewhat reasonable yeah. price-wise. Yeah. And 400 I feel like for what they're selling us right now is pretty reasonable. I think that's pretty reasonable. I also think, like, it has to sell at a loss. Right? Yeah. Like, like I feel like most have to. Most right. new hardware things have to. So, like... And knowing how heavy the adoption rate of PSVR owners are to their, you know, their games, that's probably also kind of 
hopefully drive that price down of like, hey, Horizons here and whatever else games come out are here. So if we're Moss expecting book two. Moss Book 2, um, you know, whatever Insomniac puts out, um, I have faith. Damn it. <laughs> They're wizards. They'll, they'll, they know what's up. Um, you know that. Yeah, people are going to be buying two, three, four pieces of of product to go along with it. So to me, I think 400 bucks is the sweet spot. That sounds nice, but then on paper go, okay, so I also have to buy a PS five. That's 400, 500. All right. So this is theoretically to get this thing up and running a 800, $900 device. Yeah. And you know, GameStop's going to have a bundle with the VR, the PS five console and extra dual sense a year PS plus and probably Sackboy and miles Morales for Mm -hmm. like, $300,000. Yeah. (laughs) Something absurd. So here's another question. This comes from spider C 11. They write happy new year. Everyone hope you all had a fun and safe time bringing in the new year. Yes, we did. Uh, I was playing Sekiro and getting really pissed off with the upgrade to PSVR two and sense controller tech. Do you think we'll be getting a PSVR remastered games? If so, what would you like to see get remastered treatment? Also, what VR game that isn't on PlayStation would you want to get brought of over? Can't wait to hear the new show. So a Thanks, lot of questions buddy. here. Thank you, by the way. But let's 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 start off here. So you know, back in the day, they said yes, PlayStation VR, PSVR two, backwards compatible. But in a recent quote, they kind of dodged that, Kyle. Uh oh. Uh oh. So we need some clarification. Clarification yeah. is needed. Elaborate. You know, we request Why, elaboration. What is it with PlayStation? What's up? And not getting the messaging on backwards compatibility correct in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, it's what keeps us unique, Kyle. I, <laughs> I just don't understand. You said yeah. it's like, uh, oh my god, what is what movie or show is this? It's like The Office. Yeah. Snip, snap, snip, snap. How much pain <laughs> can a guy go through? Yes. <laughs> Make up your mind. Yes. Uh, like, it, it, are they going to be backwards compatible? Are they, they, they not? Have, to me, is there talk, a li- they they ha- it they has to. to. Be. They have. There's to a be. huge library of games, or yes. I say huge. There's a decent amount of games that you need to have there on day yeah. one for people to jump in and and, at and the show same off because that's the thing with VR. You always bring in people who never are in VR. Yeah, They're like hey check this out isn't this cool yeah and at the same exact time 99 percent of psvr games work on ps5 so why wouldn't it work on this new psvr unit exactly Exactly. again so though we request elaboration i i feel pretty sure that'll be the case it'll be backwards compatible Mm -hmm. um but is there any games that you'd like to see remastered for this like new psvr2 i mean i would love uh, Astrobot yeah. rescue mission. Yeah, that's the first I mean, that's game that's one. Yep. But also, like, uh, we I mentioned book two before, but the first Moss running like in 4K, whatever, and 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 fix a little bit of that frame rate because if I remember, the first one was a little framey at times. What if honestly? Because like London Studio has to be making something for PSVR too. Mm. I'm talking Blood and Truth. I'm talking Blood and Truth 2, and then like pre-order the deluxe edition, and it comes with the first game remastered or whatever. Yeah. And the first game already looked great. Well, that's the thing. 
I also don't think they need to be remastered. Like, just have them available. Kind yeah. Of, kind of thing. Yeah. Now, here's a great, great question. And I also want to bring in Shubles and Bits here as well. Um, because it kind of goes into what Spider-Man C was talking about. Or sorry, Spider-C was talking about. Strubles and Bits writes, what other PlayStation franchises do you guys want to jump into P- uh, via PSVR 2? Kyle, we got Horizon, which yes. we haven't even gotten. We've, we haven't even gotten down to that. I mean. Yeah, and I I feel like people need to pump their brakes a little bit. Whoa, whoa, why, Kyle? I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited as well. Okay. But I think in... Maybe it... Was it in this one? Did they... They referred to it as an experience. Okay. Not like a full game. So I'm thinking like a Arkham... Batman Arkham VR situation where it's like four hours, which is totally fine. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I don't want people to go in expecting a full 10, 15 hour. No, I full game in real talk. I don't want that. Like, I think PSVR yeah, is great when it's smaller experiences, absolutely. sub eight hours, like, please. Absolutely. Uh, I'm but- so stoked. Like that, <laughs> that clip of being underneath the, uh, the long neck. Yeah. Like, I, I believe insane. that's what the- Yeah. It's a long neck. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I double guess myself there, uh, but yeah, just imagine being in VR and looking up and watching it walk in front of you. Like, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, uh, I, I I don't know if I said this publicly yet, or but it'll be the first time here. Um, it's kind of like looking at the tech and then seeing the Horizon, you know, Call of the Mountain uh, VR game. It's kind of like what Shuhei Yoshida said with the launch of PSVR. Sorry. Oh, tall neck. Sorry. Tall neck. That's my bad too. It was bug. It was bugging me that he said with the launch of PSVR, this is our PlayStation one of VR. So Mm. please like, and and I love how like kind of apprehensive, but like transparent Sony was of like, we, this is what this tech is. It's limited, but like, this is, we're really just scoping out if you guys dig this or not. And I love that transparency. And when I saw this in front of me, I was just like, it's like they skipped a generation. Like, it's like they just went to to PS3 because to me, the game looked fantastic. Like I'm part of like Half-Life Alex, which was beautiful and a juggernaut game because the piece of tech running it's like thousand dollar plus and at the same exact time you know we're talking about all these sensory features you know like feeling a a gun cock behind your right ear before he blows you away or like the sensory the the sense controllers of like bringing that haptic uh, feedback into vr like they're doing a lot of cool things with this tech that if there's anybody that's going to make haptic feedback work as much as we love it on the dual sense work, it'll work in VR, right? Um, if anybody's going to work with adaptive triggers, it's going to work the best in VR. And that's where you're going to get some true ex- experimentation with it, where I think that could even bleed through into the mainstream games that we love on PlayStation five. So to me, that's what gets me really excited about this tech and seeing uh, you know, that Fire Sprite uh, Horizon game out there in full display. Now, the game that I would like to see, what well, PlayStation franchise, spoke to me immediately, Kyle. I want a Ghost of Tsushima game in VR. Mm. Think about it. 
Like you have, you know, the, the Vader immortal game, which is awesome because you're a Jedi and all that. But yeah. think of it. You are the ghost. Literally. <laughs> Instead of a lightsaber, you got Jin's Katana there and you're just going to town on whatever evildoer dares cross you. Like if it is literally just a samurai standoff game, it I'm all in. Mm. Just give me all your money. Is there mm-hmm. any game that comes to mind? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Like there's, there's to me, and and this is a personal preference from, mm. I would rather have wholly brand new VR things and have the IP that I know and love stay in the traditional format. Okay. Like I know, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast itself, probably, mm. Mm. but like whenever I talk about my love for resistance and wanting resistance to come back and you keep mentioning like, what if it's in VR? Like that would be kind of cool way to kind of bring it back. And me being like, I'd much rather sit on my couch without a headset on and play that like a traditional first person shooter, but I could also totally see it being in VR and being kind of cool. I'd rather them be kind of separate and do like cool new things with VR experiences are great. Like the Arkham VR horizon. I love being in those worlds for a little bit, but I don't want like a full campaign kind of thing. (laughs) Fair enough. And I mean, that kind of bleeds into what Rick the Welsh one writes in after my initial excited response for this news, I'm actually a little nervous about this. Two of my favorite things combined. Are you in any way concerned about gorilla and fire sprites capabilities to make this game? Or do you think it will be a full experience or just a walking tech demo? And he's referring to uh, horizon call of the mountain. Good question. Kyle. Yeah. You said that it gave you Arkham feels. I don't want that. I don't want Arkham VR in my horizon. I don't I, want a walking sim. I want a game. Mm. I want a game where I'm pulling the strings back and I'm feeling the tension. So here, here's why I don't know if we're getting that. Because I don't think they showed you as Aloy. No, you're not. I don't think you're Aloy. So that's what I mean. Aloy is with the bow. I mean, I don't know if they want to put somebody else, maybe like a one of the um, the the launchers or the sling pouches, maybe. Sure, sure. But you, like, you're thinking like this know. is kind of uh, like a time time crisis type of thing. We're like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be on rails or anything. Not like the Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Right, That's not what I'm thinking. Game. Oh yeah, it's pretty great. Um, scared the shit out of me and all like that. Oh, yes, it did. Yeah. God, could you imagine like in this with like hear like the clown's voice behind you? Yeah, you know what? Like, Maybe the half the nope. feedback mm-hmm. in, the, in the headset nope. is. No, thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> not great. <laughs> I uh, to to go back to Rick's question. Yeah. I'm not concerned with Gorilla and Fire Fire Sprite's capabilities to make the game. I they're super talented. I yeah. have no doubt that it's going to be good. I do think it's going to be a little bit of both. It can be both, be a full experience and a tech demo at the same time. Yeah. Like Astro's Playroom on PS5 is like the same thing. Yes. It, it is a full standalone thing that you can enjoy, but also a tech demo of showing off the dual sense and just how great the PS5 can run things. Yeah. If it's um, like a Time Splitters esque game 
where I'm like just shooting a whole bunch of like tall necks in the mouth. That's fine. I'm all good with that. Or striders yeah. or whatever. Fine. Like that, that would be a cool experience. I'd be down for it, but I don't want like a, just take a look at the, this environment. Now onto the next stage type of thing. I, f- I feel like you could be a, like a small group of a tribe. Sure. And you are, ha- you have to stealth through and avoid these mechanical dinosaurs Ooh. like through tall grass yeah and then it is called the mountain right maybe you are climbing the mountain yeah i mean that would be kind of cool yeah perhaps again i'm i'm really excited yeah i'm not nervous because gorilla is is amazing and literally playstation spent money acquiring fire sprite so they had yes. to have like what they saw out of this tech demo demo enough yes. to go all right we're buying you we're scooping mm-hmm. you up so mm-hmm. I'm not nervous about that one bit. Our last question out of the PSVR news is from the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life. They write in, what's your favorite new feature from the new PlayStation VR 2? Huh. Hmm. I, I mean, only one cord is pretty sweet and not having to worry about a camera yes. is pretty sweet. But like we mentioned before, let's talk about the controllers. I feel like it's a good time to yes. talk about the Sense controllers. Yes. They look weird. And that's cool. It is cool. <laughs> I don't know why they have so many swirling circular entry points. Right. I know I know it's like wrist guards, it'll help sure. you know, keep you in. It just it looks weird. And mm-hmm. it does look like they took a dual sense and ripped it apart. Yeah. And that's all it is, also, which is fine. I feel like now we'll get back to that conversation I alluded to. These controllers should have been called the Dual Sense, and the Dual Sense should have been just called the Sense Controller. Oh my God! Absolutely. <laughs> that's right? per- the, again. I feel like the message. It's like the uh, the retelling of the Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yes, when he was going somewhere, and then something knocked the the baby off kilter. Like the messages were going to different departments and then yeah. they like switch spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because like, that makes too much sense. Yeah. That but, makes too much. Ah, ah, too oh, much sense. Get it? Oh, yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got it as you're like, oh, 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 son of a gun. But yeah, I, I, those controllers are the thing that really has me pumped, has me excited because I feel like that is truly. The next thing that makes total sense for VR um, is the haptic feedback, is the adaptive triggers, getting you fully immersed. If it gets me psyched in a game when I feel the recoil of a gun in, in, uh, in one of my triggers, imagine when it just every, – every sense is, is on the table, right? Like I'm yeah. only seeing this screen. I'm only hearing the game, and now I'm feeling the game, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. I hope – I hope we get uh, they bring Beat Saber over, and I can play Beat Saber again on this thing. Oh, absolutely! Th- th- that's oh, God. that is what should be given, that. right? Yeah, it should be a given. Also, yeah. do you think the the charge on these things are going to last? Uh no, probably not. <laughs> I right? love them still. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Still, yeah, no, I'm I'm super psyched. I'm super in on PSVR too. And I really love the internet reaction of like, yeah, we wish it was wireless, but like overall, it is super positive. Seems like people are really excited for this piece of tech. So awesome. Did we 
I don't remember. Did we see the actual headset? Not yet. So, so is last... it going to look like the first one or? No, I think it's going to be slimmered down a bit. I think they'll mm. keep the dual tone white and black, but it's going to be s- slimmed down quite a bit. Mm. And again, okay. like that headset really innovated a lot. Like, so, that... And it was super light as well. Ex- exactly. And fitting on your head like a crown. I think that that model has been taken ever since. So I really can't wait to see what they come with next. To end cap this big segment we've just had, do you feel like, Kyle, this comes out this year? Because rumor has it, rumor has it, rumor has it, that production is going to start soon. So does that mean this is a holiday Ooh. thing? Because I'm like, Ooh. there's a chip shortage. PlayStation says, or, or a rumor, or again, has it through reports that they expect to sell one or two million of these at launch. So, Tommy. Ooh. That is a good question. Yeah. I could totally see this hitting in November mm. or October, just like the first one. But I could also see it being a February of next year thing. Same. I, I, I don't know which one is more likely, but it's if they're just starting production now with that, everything that's going on with the supply chain and everything. Like, I don't exactly. know how how backed up it gets. Yeah. And you're also still trying to put out as many PlayStation fives as you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm again, I'm such a believer in this. I am day one, all in PSVR two. I think if this is a success as we see it, I do feel like one day we will get that wireless version that I've really loved. Cause I think the, the big, the big push for PSVR 2 is I think it needs to be a more of an open platform in terms of like, yes, you could play this on your PlayStation 5, but also you could plug this into a PC and play it mm. and not necessarily be on our on our ecosystem. Like to me, I want th- I think that single cord leads yeah. that leads to that conclusion a little bit. That's what I think, too. And I'm like, put put all your games on Steam. Like if there's yeah. anything this needs to be experienced by millions of folks. Please, please, please put this everywhere you can. So for me, that's my only concern is like with only what 20 ish million PlayStation fives, how many of these things are we really expected to sell through? Sure. So that's it again, a long topic. What a huge drop of news by PlayStation here, man, in the yeah. first week of the show. Congratulations to us. Kyle, here's a here's a bit of news. Yeah. Go this bit of uh news that's squaring up is from Emma Boyle over at Tech Radar. God of War Ragnarok's release date may have been listed on PlayStation database. A release date tied to God of War Ragnarok has been spotted on the PlayStation Network database. The listing was flagged by the Twitter account PlayStation Game Size via PSU which scrapes the database as it updates to find details on things like game file sizes prior to their release. The account tweeted out to say that according to PlayStation database, God of War Ragnarok coming September 30th, 2022. However, while it would be very exciting to get a solid release date for God of War Ragnarok right now, as PlayStation game size itself points out, it seems more likely that this is a placeholder date rather than the actual release date. So we're going to hold off our predictions for next year or this year uh for the playstation 5 uh for next week's show 
But I want to have this question to you right here, right now. Kyle, do you really think that God of War is coming out this year? Yes. Really? Why? Yes. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, it would. It will be over four. It'll be roughly four and a half years since the first one. Okay. Um, it was teased two years ago now. Yes. Uh, I I feel like that is also the same kind of timing when we first saw God of War between from the the first time we saw it and release. I believe it was two years. Um, I, I think it, I think it will hit this year. Mm. I think they were trying really hard to make it hit holiday of, of 2021. And that's why I got delayed. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think it'll, I think it will, I think it will come out. I hope you're right, man. I still don't know. I still don't know. I think it's as up in the air as it gets because yes, we saw a lot in, in that PlayStation, uh, you know, was it the future uh, showcase in mm-hmm. September? We did see a lot of it. We know what the story beats are. We know what the game's going to look like. Of course. I I think they want to hit this holiday as well. They don't want what happened this year or last year at this point in 2021, where they had quote unquote, nothing in the holiday season. I think they want something in September. I think they always want something in September to be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. think by spacing out horizon and then God of war a few months afterwards and yeah, GT seven in between, that's what they want. Uh, I don't think they want their, you know, a big quote unquote November game. They want a September game because that's where it's going to really kick off the holiday season, get that buzz going for the brand. So I think they, they want that September 30th, you know, placeholder Mm -hmm. as it probably is like 99% sure. I think that month is something that they want to hit for sure. I, I also can totally see it being pushed a little bit. Yeah. And it being February of next year. Does that mean PlayStation's because, done? Do you do you think that's when no, they close up shop? Absolutely not. I mean, they just announced a new VR headset that we just spoke exactly. about. Exactly. It's gonna make them it's gonna minutes. make them go out of business. That's what I've heard. Absolutely not. That's yeah, they're getting to the car game now, right? Yeah. Is, is that the thing? That's right. Uh totally abandoned. But like <laughs> they do have I know you don't you're not a huge fan of how this game looks, but Ghostwire Tokyo is a PlayStation <sighs> exclusive. And they could use that as like what similar to what they did with Deathloop. Sure. To have like a PlayStation exclusive experience in the holiday season that isn't from a PlayStation Studios thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm hoping it's it's God of War Ragnarok. Here's my question, because in the Discord, and yes, I'm choosing violence with our audience. Um, people are like, <laughs> my favorite game's Ghostwire Tokyo. My only question is, what are you seeing that I'm not? <laughs> what are you I, well, to be fair. Seeing in that game. I, I it comes from somebody who is uh, Shin, Shinji Mikami, if okay. I am uh, if I'm correct there. Feel free to yell at me on Twitter if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, who's very well known in horror, right? And and he made the Evil Within series. I realized it it went through a couple leadership changes. I forgot her name, but she's amazing, right? Um, but I feel like that's the reason why there is so much faith is because of him. Sure. Uh, and also, now that I said his name, did I say the? You probably did. The, the maker of Mega Man instead of <laughs> the one I was thinking of. 
No, maybe you're right. But I know where you're trying uh, to get at. I bet our audience knows yes. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Kyle on Twitter about it. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, no, for me, I, I think you're right there as well. We got Forspoken. We do also have um, Ghostwire, though as mid as those games look. Just call it as I'm seeing it. We and, do have stuff in between there. And, and in the community, uh, Fantasy Critically, you did pick FF16. It's coming out this year, Kyle. S- so there you go. There's another PlayStation exclusive that could come out this year. Because think about like as much as I don't care about the narrative, but like think of this narrative for a sec. The big temple titles this year, if everything falls in line, is you got Horizon, GT7, God of War, and then you have Final Fantasy 16, where like they've wrapped up VO back, uh, you know, mid last year. So yeah. things have to be falling into place. Mm-hmm. Having that extra year and a half, them saying that they have news in the spring about this game. I don't think it's that crazy of the, of, of me saying 2022. November. I, I don't, I don't think you're crazy either. Okay. I would love it if it comes out this year. Yeah. But it's, it, I feel like you said middle of last year. I feel like it was closer to like, October when we talked about the voice VO just being started or finished or something like that. No, no, it was it was mid last year because it'll make my point more sound. <laughs> okay, sure, we'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what I'm thinking. Even even if this game does get pushed, which again, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna have faith. I think God of War Ragnarok staying. Um, Same. They have so many second party deals locked right now. That it's it is still a packed year, even if Ragnarok somehow gets pushed. Yeah, and I I I'll bring it up here because I feel like it it makes sense to talk about now. Please. During the CES thing, Jim Ryan had uh, behind him had the PlayStation Studios, all the studios behind him, and he said there's like what sixteen or seventeen of our studios are making games for the PS5, yeah. and like seeing them all up there. Not including, like you said, the other deals outside of PlayStation Studios for like Haven Studios and uh, Firewalk, yeah. right? Yeah. Like there are other exclusive game, FF16 for Spoken. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on for PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it comes to exclusive games. Yeah. So and uh, interesting to note, though, Nix- Nixus was on that list. Yeah, is Nixus I mean, making their own thing, or are they still making? Nah, PC they have to be just nah. Right? If they're making their own thing, uh, PlayStation official would be like, "Hey, y'all." Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure, for sure. <sighs> Though it makes me wonder what Blue Point's doing. You know, hard at work at my uh, Bloodborne remake. The only I want, hey, apparently. I, I've I've seen the Twitterverse say there's going to be a a big old school RPG coming back. Oh my! Legend God. of Dragoon by Blue Point. Come on, baby. Yep. Oh, God. You know what? Life is good. Life is grand. And Bloodborne remake is happening. Kyle, I said, it you know what brings us back to that. Earth? What's that? You know what? Bring- non fungible tokens. Let's get meta. <laughs> Hayes Madsen over at Inverse writes Square Enix NFT backlash reveals an even bigger problem for the company. To celebrate the new year, Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda released a letter detailing the company's ambitious plans for the future. Matsuda touched on a wealth of new technologies and ideas, including blockchain games, NFTs, the metaverse, and more. 
It's packed to the brim with various buzzwords. And while the letter doesn't explicitly say Square Enix is getting into NFTs, it does state the following. Quote, we will keep a close eye on societal shifts in the space while listening to many groups of users that populate it and ramp up our efforts to develop a business accordingly with an eye to potentially issuing our own tokens in the future, end quote. The letter has been met with criticism from those resistant to the integration of NFTs and blockchain into games, due in part to the still uncertain environmental impacts. There's one particular section of the letter that stuck out to a lot of readers. At one point, Masuda says, quote, I realize that some people who play to have fun and who currently from the majority of players have voiced their reservations toward these new trends and understandably so. However, I believe that there will be a certain number of people whose motivation is to play to contribute by which I mean to help make the game more exciting End quote. It highlights a worrying trend in square Enix where the business side of things can sometimes feel diametrically opposed to the creative side of things. There's no clear cut definition of what Matsuda means by quote token economies end quote but it calls to mind another experiment in new kinds of monetization that was a substantial failure for Square Enix. Uh, example, Marvel's Avengers. All right, Kyle. A lot of NFT talk coming from companies like you know, Ubisoft, EA, Sega, mm-hmm. Square Enix, all this. Mm-hmm. This is the next company, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about NFTs. Yeah. So my question here, as we've joked about, is Kyle, uh, do you still know what an NFT is? I know it's non-fungible. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. I, I've, I've heard yeah. that it's not good for the environment. I have not done my own research. I don't know how that is. So the reason... Is it just like more like it, it's constantly running? Like yes. A, like electricity kind of thing? Yes. So that is one, one thing. Like in the PC verse, it's really hard to get components, not just because of the chip shortage, but because crypto miners will take a bunch of uh, GPUs, daisy chain them together and start mining for, um, you know, Bitcoin and stuff, Bitcoin bullshit. So Mm. (laughs) here's the thing. You know, nothing of NFTs. No, but I swear to God, if I have to, buy materia for final fantasy 7 remake 2 that's only for me i'm going to throw something so (laughs) i don't know what but i'm going to throw something i can just see a dual sense just (laughs) hucked into a wall kyle just sees it it's like a material with like a different shade of green what's that i'll throw skylar against the wall i'll throw my nieces (laughs) do backflips my dog my sandwich i don't care yeah (laughs) Uh, here's the thing. It's just like in politics. I hate to get political. Oh boy. But if in politics, the good old fashioned saying is if you have Stop to. Stop the steal. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Her emails. <laughs> I'm with Ike. <laughs> uh, go Quackenbush. What? Trippy canoe and Taylor too. Yeah, look at that. All the way back. Anyway. Taff got stuck in a bathtub. <laughs> a random fact. Okay. If you have to explain your position in politics, you lost. So like if you have to go into detail of what a thing is or what this does, you've lost. Right? 
That's what I feel like every time a company comes out here going, hey, guys, we're getting into blockchain. We're getting into NFTs. And guess what? It's going to be great for you guys. It's like I've never seen a I never see a corporation come out going, hey, gang, we're putting out something that's going to benefit you guys, everybody, you, the players. Isn't this going to be great? Trust us. This is great. I've never seen a company do that unless that thing is kind of shitty. So, like, if they have to, for example, if EA has to explain to various governments what loot boxes are and what they do and why it's kind of just sort of like baseball cards, um, they've lost. That's a shitty position, and they've lost that position. And where people say that this is the next evolution of, you know, microtransactions, like Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots in our Twitter or Discord very much calling it. It's bullshit. Yeah then it's bullshit. <laughs> then you're, you're trying what I feel like NFTs are is a bunch of rich white dudes telling me uh, that they're making fetch happen. And it's like, dude, you're never going to make yes. fetch happen. All right. Yes. We've all watched uh-huh. Mean Girls. We know it's never uh-huh. going to happen. Like, no, f- this time fetch is the thing. It's going to catch on. It's like, it, it, it's it. the older generation trying to get in on the u- new young hip trends. Yeah. I see yeah. a lot of people try to go in with the explanation of like, hey, I was in a corporate meeting and all they wanted to know about was uh, NFTs. And I'm like, okay, so my man, if the top co- CEO of, company a doesn't know what this thing is but just sees a possible dollar sign that ain't it because <laughs> they're they want to know just for pure profit they're not here to, for for me and listen in, in all honesty it, because i can't disclose what i'm doing right now but like i'm working with a company that does nfts and to me i'm just like i see what they're doing and it's actually kind of exciting but still, like that whole idea from a, the corporate sector of like, this is how we're going to benefit your art. It, that ain't it. And like, so yeah. in the rawest form, what an NFT is, is like someone has a picture of a Picasso painting, right? Sure. Or Mona Lisa. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They got the Mona Lisa there. It's not just a picture of the Mona Lisa. It's the actual Mona Lisa. And they've cut it up thousands upon thousands of times and the reason why this thing has value to it is because there's only a significant amount of them so if the mona lisa is cut up ten thousand times well what is the cost of the mona lisa divided by ten thousand that's what Mm. an nft is supposed to be and what blockchain is supposed to kind of try to reinvigorate folks of is a new sense of digital ownership but my only question is like well, digital ownership is weird because piracy exists in such a way where there's no way I we can just straight up own a digital good. We're owning yeah. the license to that digital good, mm-hmm. but there's no way that that can't be easily replicated. So, like, who cares if I have a real picture of the Mona Lisa if I got one sitting right above my toilet at home? Yeah. That's what the my argument is, is why I don't see the future in it, but I'm not as yeah. militant as as everybody so, is. That was a great explanation. Thank you for doing that, because I, I, I am wrapping my head I around try. a little bit more. Yeah. So it in try to find a correlation to like the gaming side of things. So I like, can give you one. Well, let, let me try okay, first. Please. If there is an NFT, let's say in 
the new Battlefield game of a gun. Yes. Right? You're telling me that that gun is then cut up into millions of pieces and that gun can only be used by those millions of people and that is theirs? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, it's stupid. <laughs> and that but, is why we're nervous on a corporate yeah. sense. Yes. And, and and I do I do want to add to something that you mentioned where it was like, it is us owning a digital thing. Yeah. And, but like, we still can't trade in our digital games, right? We can't sell our digital games. Fucking great point, Kyle. So like, what? So what? Well, if you're, so really you're going to tell me I'm going to own an in-game item? I don't care. I will give this I man the game. a key to the city. That is <laughs> my point as well. My end point is the same what uh, our good friend Miles Dampier uh, said on on Twitter, which is like, okay, so you're all about digital ownership. So can I sell and trade my use, my used digital game? Yeah. Oh no, why can't I? I only have the license, but I own this thing in this license. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now this becomes bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now let's take it to I think what the indie space is going to try to do with it, which is like, hey, you know that cool, let's just say map and Roblox, or better yet, a game that I actually know, Minecraft. I created my own mode in Minecraft, my own map and everything. I'm gonna charge you two bucks to enter it. And this is mine. This is my portion of my game. That's what I think some of the indie folks uh, think of of what blockchain is, mm. where I think more corporate sense is like what Ubisoft has in the Ghost Recon game right now, which is like this helmet says 0001 on it. That's only that one exists in this game. 600 bucks. Oh, yeah. So, again, I just want to, like, give people pause on this. I think. This is an awful idea because corporations are jumping in on it so fast, trying to convince you that this is the next, you know, big yeah. thing. And how many times do we see that and fail? Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me even more nervous because my joke about the materia thing earlier could be a real thing where there's only so many versions of like this really cool summon mm-hmm. that is an NFT and only a million people have access to it. Oh, like the summon uh, and and let's get this straight too. Let's just say if there's a random gun, it would that would be in its worst form. That's like some Battlefront 2 at launch. Sure. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like there's a weapon skin and this weapon skin says 00001 on it. Ah, oh, so yes. just it would be more of cosmetic probably. Cos- okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. But you know someone's going to try to test it. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, Ugh. This is a bad idea, but it is interesting tech. I, I, I'm not like cashing out the baby with the bathwater type of thing on this. Sure. Because sure. like we can naysay something all we want on Twitter. If that Absolutely. thing still becomes reality, it is what it is. I don't yeah, know what I a mean, stock or a bond is. And I laugh at people like, <laughs> what is this? What are you doing? Literally, the I, stock yeah. market is based off confidence and fear. That's it. There, it's based on literally human emotion, a hive mind of human emotion. And we're like, that's dictating what our society is doing right now. That's crazy. So yeah. crazier things have happened. Sometimes. I mean, <laughs> personally, I used to hate Twitter. Yeah. I, I've refused to join Twitter. And now it's like my go-to social media thing. Exactly. So like in a year or two from now, we could be like, yeah. hey, man, I literally own a piece of the Mona Lisa. 
I, I mean, I do. I did have a David Buster's NFT. See? Huh? <laughs> Briefly as a joke, and then I gifted it away to someone who donated. Damn it. What if that but was I like a million dollar NFT? Cents. No. Absolutely okay. not. Uh, who knows? <laughs> anyway, Kyle, it's time for some flash news. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm running fast. <laughs> This piece of flash news comes straight out of Wario 64 that writes in, or sorry, not writes in, that said or announced via the Twitter that Ghost of Tsushima has hit 8 million units. It sold 2.4 million in its first three days, 6 million in its first year, and now it's reached 8 million. Hey, congrats, Sucker Punch. Congrats. Literally, game of the year 2020. So good. Look at that. Also one of the games of the generation. Jeff Ross, though, went on Twitter. I'm going to be honest, a little salty here. And said, uh, ex-head of Ben Studios. Uh, at the time I left Sony, Days Gone uh, had been out for a year and a half and a month and sold over 8 million copies. It's uh, since gone on to sell more and a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. And he also goes on to say that the game's media, too, did not help our case for wanting that sequel. I mean, I could see that point a little bit. I could see that point a, a lot of bit. Your your, yeah. your game was commercially successful. You know? Mm-hmm. Eight million. But at, not, at, but at every that. turn, I feel like a lot of games media would try to bash it as much as possible. Oh, absolutely. And listen, I'm no fan of it. Uh, like yeah. you know, you know me. I, I, think lo- this is I a loved seven. it. I thought it was great. Yeah, to me, I thought it was like good, not great. Um, yeah. I would like to see where it is now with like the golden path that they made. Absolutely, yeah. But for for me, yeah, like I like the whole like ride me like you're gonna ride my bike and like people getting really up in arms about that. Like shut the fuck up. So that's mean, not realistic. I'm like, no, dude. I know people that like legitimately it also like like, it made sense in the story that too it did make sense in the story we could take anything out of context just stop with your emotions and your hive mind echo chamber bullshit seriously Uh that was nonsense and i and i do feel for jeff ross here because it really was like it, it did seem like some people's mission to straight up duke on this game but at the same exact time it's only a million units so though yeah I, I know that PlayStation wants that critical acclaim with every game that, that comes out from them. I, I'm very, I'm happy that Bend is still making a game that they're passionate about. They literally were making an Uncharted game, rumor has it, from the Jason Schreier, uh, who lives in his own reality so far up his ass is, is into the fourth dimension, where he said they were working on an Uncharted game. They didn't want to. They pitched their own idea. It's only accepted. So it's cool to say that they're still making an original IP or whatever. Um, and that, yeah, they do have the support from the company because Jesus, 8 million, let's scoff at here. But yeah, yeah, not at all. That said, we have some flash news from Tom Henderson on Twitter. He's a freelance uh, reporter who's worked with the VGC, every like other uh, Call of Duty rumor or leak is from him and also from IGN. And he says, 
heard multiple people now that The Last of Us remake is nearly finished and could release at the latter half of 2022. With The Last of Us multiplayer and Last of Us 2 director's cut, I've heard are coming too, but I don't know exactly when slash how. But I think the overall goal here is to drum up hype for the HBO show, like Joseph has been saying. So... (laughs) He didn't say that on Twitter. So we'll see what happens. And to be honest, quarter three and quarter four 2022 for Sony looks a little lackluster at the moment. So we'll see what happens. Exciting times ahead. They're all releasing together and could be a good compromise if God of War gets delayed into quarter one of 2023. But that's just speculation on my end for the moment. That's a lot of stuff right there for Flash News. Joe. Kyle. Could you imagine yeah. a world yeah. where we get as a PlayStation fan base yeah. Horizon? Yeah. Gran Turismo 7. Gran Turismo. God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. Last of Us remake and Last of Us 2 Director Scott oh, and yeah. Last of Us 2 multiplayer yeah. multiplayer in the same year? But PlayStation's what, dead from what wild. I hear. It's, I mean, yeah, they're. And we haven't even talked. Like Spartacus is is on the way. Whatever that's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And what other surprises are in store? Like, and FF sixteen and all the other stuff we talked about. Who? What if this? Oh, com- what if all this comes out on Last of Us Day? Oh, Joe. Oh man, that'd be such a great day. I know. It'd be the best of this. Because, yeah, you know, people like to say we don't need the remake, whatever. You're telling me you're not going to play that day one. Get out of here. Uh, and here's the thing. You're talking a big I game on your you socials. I don't believe you exactly. for a second. You're going to be like, well, they got me. <laughs> I tried my oh. best. Mm. I got it on a super sale. You're still getting it. All right. Yeah. You're still. And, and this remake ain't for you. I, I, again, I've said yeah. this since the rumor, since the Jason Schreier piece. This makes sense. It's not mm-hmm. the sexiest thing in the world. It's not the, the 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 space IP we want from Naughty Dog, but it's literally for people walking into The Last of Us for the first time because they saw Pedro Pascal kill it as Joel. You know, they saw Bella Ramsey kill it as Ellie, and they're like, oh, my God, this is a game. How? And then they go and play it. Mm-hmm. Cross pro- mm-hmm. Look at what happened with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales was like back at the top five slot after No Way Home. You saw so uh, many people also go, like, with- I just need my fix. I'm jumping back in this world. Yes. Even the Spider-Man 2018. I see a lot of people, myself included, jumping back in and playing that game all over again. Makes sense. Oh, man. I'm, I've got goosebumps. This is going to be a good year. It's, I feel it. Dude, it's going to be I so good. I feel it. And even with the, like, the last of us two directors cut gets me freaking hyped because mm-hmm. it's like, this game already looks fantastic. Yes. Like this, this game already looked like it belonged on PS5 on PS4. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Give this to me. And last of yeah. us, uh, you know, uh, factions, give that to me, please, for the love yeah. of God. And again, they also have the like how Halo has introduced uh, its fan base to, to free to play. If that's free to play on Last of Us Day, man, that's going to be great. You know, so I'm really excited by all this news. And honestly, if God of War does get pushed back and this is there to fill the void, what a void to be filled. The ultimate filler. Yeah. Awesome. The ultimate filler. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. I know. 
<laughs> I know this thing's going to sell incredibly yeah. well. It's our it's PlayStation Skyrim. So, you know, we'll see this on PlayStation 6 when it gets re-remade. And we'll all be yeah, here for it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kyle. That's it for uh that's that's it for the flash news. Now, <clears throat> Kyle, are you holding on to something? Yes, I am. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest PlayStation steals and deals heading to the PlayStation storefront. Kyle, uh, this drops kind of small uh, because it is the first week in January, mm-hmm. but I have news. Your PlayStation Plus games for January 2022 have been revealed. PlayStation, uh, sorry, Persona 5 Strikers on PlayStation 4, Deep Rock Galactic on PS4, and on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, or sorry, Deep Rock Galactic also on PlayStation 5, and Dirt 5 on PS5 and PS4. Go play Dirt 5. It is so good. Starting off the year strong. Right? With PS Plus. This is a great month. I'm super interested in Persona 5 Strikers, because I've been playing Persona 4 Royale for our Road to Greatness this month. Nope, Persona 5. Sorry, did I say 4? Sorry. Yeah, Persona yeah. 5 Royale uh, for our patrons this month. And I think Strikers is probably the game I should have been playing this month. Mm. But I think the story takes place after Persona 5 Royal, so it is what it is. And I'm excited about Deep Rock Galactic because yeah. uh, in front of the show, Emmett Watkins Jr. loves that game. Yeah. And it's very... What he mentioned, what he likens the gameplay to, uh, Borderlands esque, where it's like kind of like okay. a, a co op experience that way. I'm like, oh, okay, I can get into that. Yeah, I can get into these. Uh, I believe they're oh god, are they dwarves? I miners, so. they're like dwarf miners. Yeah, they look, yeah, they're dwarves. Yeah, yeah. it uh, I, it, they look super cool. It seems like a fun time. Yeah. I think we're going to try it out. And you can play it solo because that's one question I asked him on Twitter. So mm. all solo players out there, it's yeah. totally doable. I see Magni Stormbeard, or sorry, uh, Bronzebeard right here. That's a Warcraft character. He's 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 one of the dwarf leaders. He is the dwarf leader for a very long time. Goes missing. He's doing some excavation shit. And it's wild. And then he comes back for a little bit. And then he takes a break again. And then I think his daughter... Who's like part of the Dark Iron Clan becomes leader of the dwarves, but like the dwarves aren't—they're kind of like racist against the Dark Iron like dwarves, which is like kind of like well, really just come on, come on, Blizzard, is this all we're doing? But like, still, it, it, very poignant story, and she becomes a bit of a boss, if I if I'm not mistaken, and uh, yeah, so that's where that reference came from. All right, well, that didn't hit with uh, Kyle. Which, didn't hit which, with this uh, <laughs> Which Castlevania game should I play from the anniversary collection? <laughs> Which one should I start with? Okay. The first one? Honestly, I played a little bit of that, and I'm like, this game is awesome. I totally get it. But I'm playing on the OLED, right, my TV. And I'm afraid because oh. it doesn't take the aspect ratio of my TV. It's still a square image. And instead mm-hmm. of it being black, it's like it, they have, like, artwork from the game blown up. And I'm afraid Ooh. that static image is going to burn itself into my Oh, uh my OLED is totally fine with that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, so I'm not taking afraid. this risk. <laughs> it has a thing where the screen moves the image ever so slightly. Does to it really? prevent that from happening. Yes. Oh, there, there should be an option, okay. like a refresh thing, where it will move it ever so slightly to avoid that. Huh. You have an LG, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I believe that is like a standard. Isn't that LG the coolest remote products. where you wave it around like a wand? And oh, the magic thing? Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. Was I doing that while I was watching the Harry Potter 20th anniversary special? <laughs> Absolutely. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Christmas music. What's the Harry Potter music like? <laughs> Could you sing me a melody? What's the, what's the Harry Potter music? Oh, that sounds good. I like that. You know, I, I went back to the Amazing Spider-Man. I know this isn't PlayStation anymore, but we'll get back to it in a second, I promise. I, I watched the Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is still horrendous. The one thing that I find is the most atrocious other than all of the Electro and oh, no. the two-thirds of that movie is Spider-Man's theme is like he's going to space. <laughs> it, it seems like... It, it seems like the Apollo mission every time Spider-Man's swinging through, which takes away from, I think, what is the only thing that is gold standard in that movie, other than that is the best Spider-Man suit, and I'll fight anybody on it, um, is like th- when he's swinging, like that's some good swings. They, they got some good sure. GoPro-like footage from that. Listen, I'm on the record. Garfield deserved better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Kyle. It's time we get on the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Millennium Falcon Gaming writes in. And just like you can too, you can send your questions to us over at PS Trophy on, on tr- Twitter, or you could join our community like so many of you have during the holiday break. And Millennium says this What are your, both you guys, biggest hopes for this year from PlayStation? It's a good one. It's a good one that we'll probably touch a little bit more on next episode. We talk about mm-hmm. it most anticipated, but to give you a little like slice, my biggest hope, like we talked about all the games, PSVR, like this year's going to be freaking stellar. My biggest hope is for Spartacus. They know, man. They know that like Game Pass has taken a lot of oxygen out of the room and they yeah. want to be there too. So yeah. I'm really excited that whatever Spartacus is, it's again not going to be one to one, but it's going to mm-hmm. be something that's going to really excite us as fans. Whether that is like the true backwards compatibility thing, like being able to play and emulate PlayStation Three, PS Two, and PS One games, Oof. that would be just enough for me right there. Oof. Like nip wanna, check, it's pretty pretty hard on the nip check. <laughs> I, I want to see what what that service is all about. Uh, just just really quick, if somebody is listening to this for the first time, yeah. what is Spartacus? Oh, it is PlayStation's uh, reported, rumored uh, rival to Game Pass. So, and nip check yeah. is like when we get really excited. Check the yep. nips. Are they going to break yeah, glass? Yeah, 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 yeah. probably ice. Uh, my biggest hope is like, yeah, I hope, I hope we get a lot of really cool first party exclusives and whatnot. Uh, but my biggest hope is PlayStation talks to us a little bit more. Yeah, I want more state of plays. I want more uh maybe more of an indie focus show um like i want them to show us what they're working on more than they have been i feel like we've gone through way too many droughts in the last year and a half of like not hearing anything that hearing for maybe you know an hour yeah of their time and then going again for months without anything like major I want like a steady stream of directs or state of plays throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and not just for our traffic's concern, but really. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I one of my favorite things is just to watch yeah. those 
those uh those videos those yeah. showcases so like i want more of those yeah i i think communication in terms of like clear not just like just transparent but just clear communication what are we doing we're setting it out we're we're setting the roadmap for you clear concise you know what you're getting from the state of play they've been pretty darn good on that and i don't think we give them enough you know credit towards yeah towards that oh absolutely but for me it's like yeah i, I want to see a State of Indies, State of Play, mm-hmm. Future Game Showcase. Mm-hmm. Those are your three-tiered approaches, and then that sets the expectations clearly for what you're going to get so that it isn't like, you know, the last State of Play where people were legitimately like, what the fudge did I just see? Mm-hmm. And my button, my hand wasn't near the button, but people were like, what the f- was I looking at? <laughs> And now knowing that like PlayStation wasn't really there in a big way in in the Jeff Keighley Award show, that is a bit of a that is a dud of a show, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think PlayStation definitely heard that and were just like, okay, we got to recalibrate these shows a bit. And if they take a cue from uh, from Nintendo with the indie world, we're like, dude, they had a stellar one just a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that that'd be awesome. You're totally right there. Yeah. All right. Drellish writes in, just like you can too, and they say, is PlayStation VR 2 in danger of having a lackluster reception this year? Should Sony have waited till more PlayStation 5s are readily available on market? Does the limited availability of the PlayStation 5 hurt the PSVR 2, and will you each be getting one? What are your thoughts? This is a good question. Um... And I think that is the only thing that I'm afraid of is like, how many of these are we really expecting to sell? And I think as long as PlayStation's expectations are in check, we'll be fine. And I think they kind of want this to be the something that's evergreen that people are either coming to this ecosystem just for VR, but more likely they already have a PS5 and they're just like, huh. Well, I hear nothing but great things about this, and they buy it over time. It's probably PlayStation's bet. Yeah, and I think your dream of having a some sort of confirmation of, yeah, you can hook it up to PC, uh, yeah. would go a long way for the lack of PS5s out there. Yeah. If you can buy this, and it is a decent entry point into VR, and it will work on your PC, and then eventually when you do have access to a PS5, it'll work there as well. I think that would be the smart move. Yeah. Or even if you don't care and you just want all your PC stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Enjoy, enjoy horizon. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, definitely though. Day one, this excites me. A great yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you think yeah. day one, it'll come packaged with horizon. We didn't no. talk about that. No, earlier. no, no, no. This, do you think buying. it'll have like a playroom? Like oh, demo thing? That's a great question. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, it'll definitely, I think, have a... It came with a demo disc last time, right? Yeah, I think it'll have a demo disc. But I think whatever Astro game they're making for this, it's they're making an Astro game for this, guys, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to probably be uh, a game that you buy. Because they saw the sure. reception of Astro's Playroom. They're like, man, if only we made money from this, right, guys? <laughs> they made their own <laughs> yeah. studio. They're definitely, yeah. this is their Mario. Or at least see the, you know. This is their platformer. I mean, Astrobot was up there with the other PlayStation iconic characters during the CES. Yeah. Like, it was Astro's face, and then Aloy, Joel, Ellie, Nathan Drake, Ratchet and Clank. But, like, Astro was there front and center. He was prominent, man. Yes, he was. Yeah. It's really awesome, because I really think that that game probably holds the most 
promise, even that character, that IP, because of how it could relate to kids and also yeah. give us that nostalgic vibes and Absolutely. provide a really stellar platformer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Ask what, not why writes in howdy, howdy, trophy born room. Bless your soul, Jose. Happy 2022. I hope you had a warm and safe ringing of the new year. Uh, I have a bit of a downer question. I finished Dark Souls 2 last week and found myself in a gaming funk. I tried playing Dark Souls 2, and it got me in a gaming funk. I don't like Dark Souls 2. <laughs> All these games to play, and yet none are resonating with me. Resonating with me. Saturday, I jumped into Far Cry 6 to Death's Door to Dark Souls 3, to Elix, to Mass Effect 2, to Cat Quest, shout out to Catherine in the Cat Discord. Cat Quest pretty good. Uh, and back to Death's Door, you get the picture. My question is, what do you do to get yourself out of a gaming funk? I appreciate any input you have to share as this comes up from me time to time. I'm almost contemplating not gaming for a while. Sincerely, Jose, I'm still Pernini press that Returnal was not nominated in this Jeff Keighley's Game of the Year. Jimenez. <laughs> I feel you, Jose. Yeah, no, I was fucking robbed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Listen, sound design, I understand it going to her to Forza, but like Yeah. D- dude, Horizon was yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Returnal was no such. I I go through this all the time, Jose. Yeah. I mean gaming funks all the time. And for me. I do have to just step away and just do something else for a little bit um, and maybe come back to, to a game like days gone. Right. When that game first came out, I was excited for it. I played it. Not that I didn't really enjoy it. I just didn't feel like gaming at that time. Yeah. And then I, you know, I set aside all games. I went back to that months later or like, I think even a year later and I, and I hop back into it. Um, it happens. It's normal. You just gotta step away from maybe for a little bit or, Go back to something that you know you truly love. Yeah. Like, th- there's a reason why I, I've beaten Borderlands 2, like, eight times. Because that that's, like, soul food for me. Mm-hmm. And then a- after I do that, maybe I'm in more of a mood to go do something else. Honestly, I'm right there with you. Like, uh, Bloodborne is that game. That's the mm-hmm. comfort. F- Kyle, this, early this week, when I wasn't vibing with Sekiro. Because, yeah. again, the owl boss is a bullshit boss. Um, I was just like, let me just go back to Bloodborne. I got to the cleric beast and beat him in 15 minutes. Whew. And I was like, yeah, I love this game. And when I say, I like, oh, I got to him. It's not like I got to the shortcut and whatever. Like, I literally went down. I got into the sewers. I got the better gear. I killed the big giant pig. I got up to that bridge where the giant throws the big ball at all the people. Got on yeah, that yeah, bridge, yeah. killed the giant, went back. And, like, it's I muscle did. memory. Yeah. And so, like, it was just like, yeah, this feels great. And then I went and I beat uh, Father Gascoigne in another, like, 30 minutes after that. And this time I was actually able to get the the music box work and I've really just kicked his ass. So like to oh. me, I was just like, yeah, this feels good. Oh, this feels great. And then I was actually able to get back into Sekiro and clear some stuff in that game. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, man, if your heart's not in it right now, it's not in it right now. Like, yeah. I've I mean, been, I've been taking a huge break. I've been playing. Sorry, not playing. I've been watching like all of Insecure on HBO Go or Max, whatever they're calling it now. And that show's so great. And I've never been so frightened that the one of the characters is literally me. 
Kelly is literally me. <laughs> you ever watch Insecure? That is literally they. Li- I. It's like someone was watching me. They're like, let's put this into a. Let's put this guy into a character. <laughs> um. But yeah, like that's why I'm just listen to your heart. If you're if you're not into yeah. it, you're not into it. I mean, there's a reason why I put over 160 hours into MLB the Show last year. Yeah, it's because that was my comfort food when I was so down on myself and and my future and everything like that was my my comfort playing baseball virtually like that that's my thing so and then when i feel like maybe i'm coming out of it then i hop over to something else that click was me hitting a home run if you didn't see oh yeah because home runs sound like a click (sighs) it's a grand (laughs) slam yeah no just just and then it'll come back It'll come back. Yeah. Just do what you're in the mood for. Don't search for it. Let it come to yes. you. Let it come to you. Don't force it. Don't force Don't it. Don't force it. Take a break. You take a break. It's fine. Yeah. No, one's gonna, no one's gonna hunt you down. It's like riding a bike. You're not gonna lose that yeah. ever. Never. Yeah. All right. This next question comes from Yuna. Hey guys. Question for the week. What has been the weirdest crash? you've ever had in a game a couple of days ago i had a crash in horizon zero dawn while fishing which thankfully did not happen again but if one of those crashes uh that has you scratching your head of why it happens like five times in halo infinite let me tell you something that game came (laughs) out a little bit hot it's still a magnificent game but whoa did i (laughs) that's a weird ass crash is where like I'm just start on the like the the get ready to enter a match and then everybody I literally see my character stay there in the start screen and everybody's running around me. Oh I'm no. Like, What's going on here? Uh, our good friend Ains had one where like his Spartan was in third person. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was very strange. So I've had a I've had a lot of crashes in that game. But I'll, also, yeah. I I thought she said what was your weirdest crushes you've had in a game? I'm like, man, I got a laundry list. Same. Of weird crushes I've had. Um, in games. I I mean I've had a lot of frustrating ones that just annoyed the crap out of me. Most recently, um, Returnal had a couple that I was like, mm-hmm. oh man. Uh, there was one audio one that I was like, I know exactly where you're in. Ooh, the, that hurt my ears. You're in the uh, the underwater level, and it's just screeching, really mm-hmm. loud screeching, and then the game crashes. Yep. Um, that, that wasn't fun. Nope. Me trying to update my upload, my borderlands three save to the PS five version unneedingly hard. It took me months. Still didn't work correctly. Mm. Um, only some of those trophies popped, not the platinum real salty about that. Um, but the, the one, the most memorable crash I've ever had was ration clank into the nexus where I was going for the platinum. I was on my third playthrough and I fell through the floor and it auto saved as I fell through the floor. Right, you're and, telling me this. Oh, that's and I've I was like I'm oh, done sucks. with this. I traded it in, and I'm never going back. And you've gotten so many symbolic trophies to kind of ease yeah. the pain. Absolutely, trophies. If only those are NFTs. You know what I mean? <laughs> what if platinum trophies are the original NFT, Kyle? <laughs> I hey, I'm rich. <laughs> I posted on Twitter. I'm like, I'm going to tell my kids this is an NFT. And it's like, it's Dwight shoot with a shoot buck. (laughs) Yes. This is a shoot buck. How many Stanley nickels? All right. Green Gorilla Gamer writes in. 
I've been going through the current holiday sale on the PS app, and since I'm 19, I didn't exactly have the opportunity to buy an N64. Jesus Christ, I'm old as shit. Um, <laughs> at launch or a Commodore, but that doesn't stop me from wanting to find older games like Contra or Castlevania, as I have a huge passion for this industry. I ended up stumbling across a, ooh, what's this? A Turrican. Turrican flashback, which I highly recommend, and was shocked that it was so far down the list. Sorry, sale list. Do you guys think that Sony doesn't advertise the lesser known games enough? I believe there should be more information about these games that are older. Uh, they've been doing so good with indie games. What do you guys think? I I do think they should have a better way to have like a retro page or, or like a flashback page or something like that where, yeah. Spartacus is going to fix this. <laughs> I hope so, man. Put a time code yeah, in there. I was going through so the, that I'm, the when I'm list. wrong, I look like a real big giant idiot. <laughs> I, I do. I was going through that list and seeing all these older, like arcade classics kind of things. And they are so far down there. Uh, it would be nice to have just a dedicated page to like, flashback is the only name that's coming to my head right now, but like, yeah, these older games that were on other consoles, but now is on your, on PSN that you can buy and play and whatnot. Yeah. I think that'd be great. And honestly, you're not missing out on much. You don't need to go back to Commodore. No, 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 no. Castlevania is great. I know I was just, Oh, you don't need okay. to go to the Commodore, like yeah, find a you know. Atari Jaguar. No no, no. no, no, no. Like I think the highlight, like the games that like we truly remember, enemy truly remember, like your Castlevanias, your Mega Mans, your timeless classics. Mm-hmm. That's great. But we don't need to go back to Lynx the Cat. You know what I mean? Lynx the Cat. Wasn't there a game called Lynx? It was called Pix the Cat, and that game's dope. But that wasn't a retro game. Yeah, whatever. Felix the cat. Felix is that the what you're cat. Trying? That's what I'm talking the about. The black cat that yeah. like was also yeah, like I Felix love Gex the gecko. He's awesome, yes. and I have great members yes. re- re- memories with Gex the gecko. You don't need to play that game. That's how I feel about Croc. I love the Croc games. Yeah. you don't need to go back and play. You don't, need to, don't 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 feel don't feel guilty. Yeah, but Castlevania, you should go give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. And I know a whole lot of older fans go, how dare you, sir? But like, I'm really like, truly, honestly, if a kid's 19, I'm calling you a kid. I'm calling you a youngster. I'm tussling in your hair. Um, oh, my they, God. He, he was born in the 2000s. Yes. Oh, no. Dude, like, real talk? Real talk. No idea. Oh, my God. He wasn't alive during 9-11. No, he wasn't. That's right? what I just popped in my head. I know. Whoo. I know. Oh, boy. I know. Oh my Shocking. Man, Green Gorilla. I love Shocking. you, man. But wow. So, Way so, to make me feel old. <laughs> so at the same exact time, though, picture this. These youngsters, they don't have, like, the nostalgia of the Commodore. They don't have the attachment. They don't yeah. have the attachment. Where, like, for me, like, dude, where's a Super Nintendo right now? I'll go play Super yeah. Mario World. Or, like, where's my PS1 so I go, go play the same Spyro level over and over again? Yeah. He doesn't they have don't know that about attachment. that. Turning to channel three or four to play video games. No, this mother- <laughs> <laughs> this mother- <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know any- the struggle, the hardship. <sighs> so when I'm talking about like you don't really need to go back there because I don't know if you're gonna have the appreciation because like these are like games without analog sticks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so yeah. a joy joy uh, joystick. So like it's 
I don't like seeing this younger generation play games on iPads, for example. It's like, is that really there for you? Can you truly appreciate it? That's my question. That's yeah, that's my that's old fair. argument. Don't feel bad that like you can't go back because there are some games where like, yeah, I'll go play an Atari game. I'm like, what the hell? You like this? This was a game that you liked? And just get confused by it. But now I am old. Fuck me, man. Yeah. To to think that Green Gorilla does not understand the struggle of like, Mom, can you get off the telephone? I need to research something on the internet. (laughs) No one used the phone for the next hour. Yes. Oh, man. (laughs) He he wasn't alive during the good matrix. Oh. Touch screens? Wow. No, there's no such thing as touching a screen. Dude, I to bet when he work. watches like the original Spider-Man, it's like, oh, the CG's awful. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Oh no. All right, let's wrap up this little seasonal depression with Catherine's question. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you wish gaming would leave behind in 2021 and not bring into 2022? Alternatively, what do you think 2021 lacked? that you would like to see more of in 2022. Oh man. Easy answer for me for the first one. Go for it. It's it's kind of it's generic. I feel like a lot of us feel this way. Yeah. Leave that fanboy is in 2021, man. I get that shit out of here. Enough. Enough. Please stop. Please. Enough. Please. It's I not- don't care that Xbox has this game and PlayStation's dead. I don't care that I s- PlayStation has this thing and Xbox is, is losing the battle. Oh, we're playing God. video games. Video games are magic. God. It's amazing we're living in this timeline where we get to hold a controller, <laughs> press a button, and the, the visual virtual man swings a sword through a living, breathing skeleton. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. video games are magic. Let's appreciate this. I just appreciate stop that. Stop arguing over stupid, irrelevant things. I swear to God, if I see one more guy shoot a freaking box of fruit and go, look at the fruit doesn't blow up the way it's, it's shut up. Go home. Shut up. Truly touch grass. Yeah. Go exactly. outside. Breathe the freshest of air. Go go learn to code and do it yourself. Go, and yeah, do it yourself. It out. You know do what yourself. I mean? Because I swear to God, it's on, it, it's on both sides, folks. And yeah. I got to tell you, it's... I, how many like PlayStation people, quote unquote, I got a block because they're sharing the same broken Halo clip, which is like you didn't actually play that. You got someone else yeah. to do it. So what you saw that somewhere else and you snipped yeah. a little image. And you're like, here it uh-huh. is. Oh, this game's barely play. Shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut up in your and mouth, in, man. In addition to that, just like toxicity in, gener- in general when it comes to video games yeah. and just being nasty to each other, like – Go stay, stay, stay behind, please. The only person you're allowed to be nasty to is Luke Lore, and I like appreciate every time someone is really mean to him, and I mean like truly mean to him. But like I said it, like I said it on Twitter this morning. It's like if it ain't about VR, which I saw some toxicity in the city, it's about fruit physics, and if it ain't about that, they'll find a way to complain. I saw people, Kyle, posting like fanboy stuff and even trying to host podcasts during Christmas Eve about who cares. Because you just about want attention. What, the, 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 the canoe physics and God of War Ragnarok Who are the knows? same? Who knows? And oh. honest to God, the mute button is great. It's just... 
It's fantastic. Yeah, no, leave behind that shit. I don't want any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God, thank uh, God we don't do that garbage. Thank God. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would leave anything else behind other than COVID. Um, uh, what would I leave behind in 2021? Um, yeah, no, just just fanboyism, toxicity. Really, Treat yeah. developers and human beings with respect. Yeah, the way you would like yeah. to be treated. That's weird. I know what a weird content uh, concept. <laughs> but I would like to see from 2021 into 2022, which we absolutely will get. And here's something you'll like more awesome, courageous indie games that are really pushing the limit of yeah. stuff. And I'm not talking yeah. about inscription because I'm supposed to hate that game. It's, I mean, it's just cards. You're Joe <laughs> card game. I haven't played it, but like open your mind. My wow. All I'm seeing is a eyes in a dark room. Look at me. Apparently that Larry. game goes places and I'm excited to find out. Apparently nowhere interesting. Cause it's the same dark room. <laughs> glaring eyes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Indies to continue what they did in 2021, which really and truly when you sit back yeah. and you look at it, Indies crushed it last year. They carried video games for a good portion of the year. Oh, absolutely. And and I want them to keep that momentum up. I want to keep playing awesome indies uh, throughout the year, and I want them to get the spotlights that they deserve. I mean, like when I think of February, just off the top of my head, I think of Horizon. I think Elden Ring. But then I think Ali Ali World. I think Sifu. I, I I think Nobody Saves the World, which is not on PlayStation, new Drinkbox game, but damn straight I'm playing that day one. That's in 10 days, January 15th, I think is the release date. Um, indie games are amazing, so I hope they keep that energy and, and keep it going forward for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. I also just came to mind, Green Girl has never seen the Lord of the Rings in a theater. And. <sighs> Probably their first Star Wars they saw in a theater was Force Awakens. It's wild. Oh. Wait, wild. hold on. His first Toy Story was Toy Story 3 in theaters. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, all right, enough of this. Uh, existential Dread will be like the post-show <laughs> if we continue this. Uh, <laughs> everybody. I feel like I just got hit by Jake Paul. <laughs> by that ding. Uh, he's still boxing, right? Uh, he's Whatever. All right. Well, you'll sell that punch, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. Kyle, before we get on out of here, is there any thing you'd like to spotlight before we leave good yeah. sir i like to spotlight myself uh i almost said my old name that was weird uh mr k step on twitter psn xbox all the things uh you can find all the indie game coverage that we do over at 61indie.com that's s-i-x-o-n-e-i-n-d-i-e.com uh mike uh over there the editor-in-chief just put out 22 indie games to look forward to in 2022 some really cool looking stuff there as well as all our of our game of the year stuff um yeah go check it out if you want to know more about indie games there you go and you could check me out over at mr Badbit on twitter you can follow the show on twitter at ps trophy room and uh as well please drop us a five-star review over on spotify we have over as of right now 100 and 53 reviews on Spotify. If you could drop us Whoa. a five-star review on there, send us a picture of it like so many of you have via DMs. 
you're entered to win a copy of Elden Ring. So yeah. again, five star review. Add us at PS Trophy Room or DM me at Mister Badbit and be entered to win. And also, remember, we're still on the road to 300 North American America uh, five star reviews over on iTunes. So if you could send us a five star review over there, and you're entered to win a copy of Horizon Forbidden West. And if you're a patron, you're also eligible to win that as well. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, we love you. Keep it what's about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love you. <laughs>